The current podcast is sponsored by Highly Addictive. Highly Addictive is here for your music recording needs. If you need a space to record your vocals or instrumentals, contact Highly Addictive. Don't be shy to record your music. Become inspired by Highly Addictive. Contact them through their site at highlyaddictivellc.com or follow them on Instagram through Highly Addictive LLC. I hope you book them. The current podcast is sponsored by New Life Barber Lounge. New Life is not another barbershop. This is a place where you will find great energy and a friend in the New Life crew. This is a place all about the experience. They will take care of you and have you looking spectacular. Don't waste your time at any other place. Go right now and follow them on Instagram at New Life Barbers and get yourself looking spectacular. Uh, my fitness journey, it's kind of crazy. I was diagnosed diagnosed with uh, thyroid disease. This was like at age 22, I want to say. What is thyroid disease? So you have like a little butterfly in your neck and it controls all your hormones in your body. And um, I just went through this crazy depression when I was diagnosed and then um, I was put on... Um, meds for that and I just wasn't doing well like uh, you know I fell out of my job at the time I went on disability and at the same time I was gaining a lot of weight like really fast and it was a horrible time and for the, me well the gain weight was that based because of the condition the con the health condition yes okay. it was making me you know pretty big and you know at the same time my um just my insecurities my self-worth was going down my breakup was happening you know, my ex was cheating with, like, a best friend that was, like, way skinnier than me. So uh, the gym was my outlet. Like, I would go there and escape all realities, you know? Like, I would escape... So um, you felt like breaking down your body, in a sense? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then I also didn't want to... I wanted to lose weight, and I didn't want to gain any more. It was just... A really bad time for me so uh the gym honestly saved my life it made me feel beautiful it made me feel like my self-worth was coming back and uh you how know how long ago was this that you transitioned and you went through this <sighs> phase like, this storm know, i would say exactly like eight years ago okay. i think i'm yeah so like 2012 i was 22 i don't know i felt like it was 22 or 23 i don't lost count i don't really want to say how old i am you no, know you how old i am right right okay. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're live by the way guys yeah. so I'm sure like, yeah they don't Hello need to know the current podcast okay. out there guys um but yeah thank you for joining us today Jeanette. <laughs> eight years ago so from eight years ago to now the transformation it's the glow up is real then you would say right yeah Cause, absolutely because you say that and then how is how is how are you doing with the condition are you, does that something oh, that yeah. goes away or is no, that for life once you have it's that for life it is you just have you know, to maintain you have to maintain a healthy diet you can I, i'm very sensitive to stress very sensitive to to toxic energies so i i mean in a way it's kind of a good thing i guess i just i just can't really tolerate um situations like I used to like I was in a, 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 a toxic relationship for eight years and it lasted that long before but like so with it was jobs. eight years of relationship prior to the eight years of this transition yeah. from where you're at now present day exactly oh that's 16 years altogether yeah <laughs> no that's that's and, well, just one question when you when you right yeah when you went into the gym like did you have an idea of like do you, I want to 
you know, um, body build or no. like, did you have an idea of what I, you wanted to shape your body into? It honestly, it's, it's, I think it's for women in the beginning, we just want to be skinny and that's it. And we want a booty and that's it. Like that was it in the beginning. And then once I got there, I'm always changing my, my, my physique. Mm-hmm. I'm, I always change it. I don't know. I just do like, sometimes I want to be more thin, like, you know, in the summer, but now, you know, I like muscle. Like I like. And then, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. It's kind of personal just because okay. I have a I have a wife that's coming off of two kids herself. So it's like you being a mother too, um, how, how difficult is that, you know, when you have baby weight and then, you know what I'm saying, you trying to snap back to who you, your old form and then like, mm-hmm. I, like you said, you were, you were going through a, a transition. Like how hard is that and, and to get yourself in the gym and just be like, all right, I'm going to stay consistent. It was very hard. And, and like, especially, I'm sorry, I was looking for my water. It's all oh, it's done. Um, it was very hard because I didn't know anybody that was into fitness back then, but I just know that I wanted it so bad and I just had to stop making excuses. Mm. So I went It was like self-determination there. that you had that I was like... Yeah, I pushed myself. It was weird. Like going to the gym, especially women, I think in the beginning we feel awkward, we feel embarrassed, we feel ashamed. We feel a lot of different emotions, and they like people are judging you. They don't like to squat in front of men. You know, women put sweaters on when right, they're squatting, right. that kind of thing. But I would just go when it was like empty, and um, I, I met a trainer in there that approached me, and he had like very affordable rates. So I said, you know what, I'm gonna do it. I, I have the time. I'm on disability, and I'm gonna do this for this myself. This is like a mirror for me. You know why? Because. My wife just went on disability. Oh, and, really? And yeah, and like I had told her, like, she's going through her own transition mm-hmm. of like kids, and now she has to be wife, and now she took, she, she, uh, she quit her job and went on disability because yeah. of the stress, and just, it's a lot. It now is. I see that, you know, she's a mom of two, and then still has, and then she has to satisfy her husband and stuff. Like, so it's like so much thing that she's dealing with it's that. a lot on the plate. Right. Mm-hmm. That I was like, you know what? Just take some time off if you feel like you need to. Yeah. But it's funny that you say that. Like, it's just like you had the time now. You had you were like, so maybe like this episode that she's listening to another woman that that's that yeah. went through what she's going through right now, and it could help her. You know what I mean? Because that's inspiring. No, no, real talk to Thank to see you. that that like, and it makes it gives me motivation that you know she could also accomplish whatever she wants yeah. to. She and, can start you know thinking about something else she wants it's a good time to start uh planning what you want to do with your life like you have to make changes and things like it's a blessing in disguise right right and it's like the job that i fell out of as well you know it was pretty crappy now that i look back and i'm like good good thing i left from there you know i wouldn't be where i am today and that relationship that i left like good thing i left that toxic relationship i would have never looked as good you know or things like that it's just it's a it's a whole life transformation honestly this fitness journey it really is and the thing is like we have to keep it exciting too because um you know it gets old you know doing the same routine and stuff it gets old so you always have to find you know new gyms new new different hobbies sports things like that to keep you motivated there's a lot of people that fall off the wagon a lot and i've Real, always just been easy, like right to just fall and get comfortable and well, just... i mean you see it every year right every COVID, year. it happened to a lot for me that's when i started going extra hard because i'm like yeah i gotta keep my mind busy mm-hmm. i keep my mind and these hands busy like so you were me, working out at home or uh no i had a gym there was a gym in burbank a private gym that was you Stayed know open staying open and it, you know trapping 
Mm-hmm. It was pricey membership, but I didn't care. It's like this. This is, is, is it health uh, as well. Was it zoo yeah. culture? Uh, no, actually, uh, I went I, there I, too. I know that they stayed open uh, through the whole pandemic. No, yeah. no, it wasn't them. It was um, uh, Enriched Fitness in Burbank, I believe was the name. Yeah, I was there. And then when my gym crunch opened back up, then I went back there. And were you there when they were outside? Yes. Man. Yeah. Those are crazy times. Yeah. Good in the times, rain, working times. out in the Straight rain. Up, like, what? Nah, you know what's crazy? I, I started working out a few months ago, and then I fell off the wagon when I moved because crunch is just so far. Yeah. But, like, I still try to do it at, at home. But it's a trip how, like, I I used to have that thing how, like, you say that women have that, but men have that, too, where, Which, where, where you're insecure, you're in the gym, and you're just, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Because you see, like, because I'm a small dude, so I, I like... I used to always I used to go to the gym before just to play ball at LA Fitness. Yeah. And I used to see like dudes with muscle shirts and just rip. Know. You know what I'm saying? And I just be like, I'm in a t shirt, bro. Like and then I see other people like around me too that weren't mm-hmm. in the best shape. Probably skinny, but they were just scrawny, like not not built. And I've seen these dudes in long sleeves and I'm like, bro, like I can only imagine what he thinks about himself. You know what I mean? So it's like hitting the gym and being in, in fitness. After you start progressing and you see the progress, it does it does help your confidence and everything. Because yeah. even me, just I think I was doing it consistently with my brothers for a few weeks that I started feeling like, yo, if it, it works, you know. And then now, like when I do it at home, my little push ups and I get on my tr- on my little um, stationary bike, I still also feel like I did something and I was active, you know. Like even to the point where I was getting on my dad the other day, mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, I need you to live another thirty years. I know you're sixty right now. But I need you to to start looking at your health more right. importantly, and I need you to start, you know, exercising so that my kids, so you can be at my kids' wedding, so mm-hmm. you can see my kids graduate. You know, because these are things that you know yeah. we. Now that I'm older, I ain't thinking about that stuff. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to like really get on that habit of working out, so that when I'm sixty, I have the habit of it, mm-hmm. and it's not a struggle. Like it is for some people I see that it's like, oh, I'm too old to work out now. And it's like, nah, bro. Instagram yeah, shows us that. Excuse. You know what I mean? It's and it, it is, you know, but that's crazy that did. So from this transition that you were going through, did it spark? What did it? What else did it spark besides the love for fitness? Did it spark an entrepreneurship in you? Or? Yeah. I mean, basically after that. Um, after that, it's so funny because everything's going to get pieced, fall into place now that, w- that we started with the whole fitness topic. Right. The first, it was the thyroid disease and then, and then the diet led, led to fitness. But your fitness opened doors for you. Like, it well, did. what are those doors that it opened for you? Well, back then, Instagram was just starting up and, um, you know, it was very... You know, a little intimidating, but I would watch women every day on there. And I'm like, I want to be like that. I want my body like that, you know. So I just kept working towards it. And then my my platform kept growing. And I, I started getting a lot of followers. And then I tried. I, I loved it so much. I tried to be a trainer. And, you know, people are just inconsistent. Or people would, like, fall off the wagon slack like off. Like trainer in the gym? <clears throat> yeah. Or fitness like, trainer. Okay. So I had my So you weren't clients. doing, like, instructional videos. I know some people like doing no. that. Or, like, they do no, instructional like, videos. Training. I was an actual trainer. trainer. I mean, right. I wasn't, like, I didn't go to school for it or anything. But I told people, like, look, this is me. This is how I look. Like, I know what to do. And I know how to get here. And people were trusting that. That. But they were just very inconsistent. And once I seen, like, like you okay. were the example. I I got the results. Let me let me. Yeah, put here's you on the before here. and after. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And people would always ask me too, like, oh, um, 
they would ask me, um, oh, you know, are you a trainer? I would love for you to train me. So I was getting a lot of people that would approach me about that. So I did. I started helping a few females, but they would just always fall off. The, and it, that was frustrating to me. Cause fall like off I, the wagon in the sense of like they no would start working not, out just or not dieting, not dieting properly, not dieting, not showing up to their uh, appointments with me. And I just, uh, you know, I gave up. I'm like, I'm going to keep this as my passion, and that's it. I obviously cannot rely on this as a source income. of income. Right. And then I just don't, I don't know, for me it's hard to see that. Like, you know, we work so hard together, and I'm so proud of when they accomplish, and then they just, like, Is there anyone that you could say, like, oh, this person stayed on it? Uh, No. No? Everybody. Everybody ends mm-hmm. up quitting. Everybody so ends up everything quitting. that happens in the 1st of January, is that what you're telling me? You know how the gym <laughs> yeah, gets yeah. packed, yeah. right? At the beginning of January mm-hmm. and then like a few weeks later, mm-hmm. it dies down. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just after the holidays, people want to lose the, the fluff and then they stay motivated for like two months. They get all this brand new clothes and then they just like, just give up. I don't know. They They all say the same thing. Like, I just lost my motivation. I lost my motivation. But but I would have to say that it's also because people don't see results in the first week, in the first two weeks. And and it's not, you're not going to see results immediately, especially since like, if you, I think if you really, really want to see results, you have to also make sure your nutrition's on point. For example, and and some people just do the gym part, but aren't doing the but, nutrition but yeah, part. Yeah, that that just That's comes the with the whole part. commitment yeah. aspect of it. When you and when you're gonna be in the fitness and you really take it serious, I think you have to do all of it. You have to build the habit, right? Because any anything. When I hear people saying I lost motivation, it would that tells me is you didn't build the habit. What does habit exactly. building come from? You know, habit build comes but from you know commitment. It also is you got to be committed to these. A lot of things to too. It. A lot of things too is like when people say they're gonna go to the gym, it's just I'm gonna go to the gym, but they don't set a goal as far as what the objective is to go to the gym. Like, what what are you trying to goals accomplish? Goals are important. Yeah, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. are, you, are you trying to lose weight? Is it trying to push more weight? Like for me, I go in there and I'm I'm lifting weight. Mm-hmm. So my whole goal, at least right now, is I want by the end of the year I want to bench forty five plates. You know, mm-hmm. so that's a goal I've set for myself. So every time I'm I'm doing anything chest related, I'm going a little bit, pushing myself a little harder to get mm-hmm. to that goal. But if you don't you don't walk in there with any goals, but I still it's gonna be kudos, easier. I, to, I still got to give my kudos to to the people that still show up and walk through the door. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's because all about getting there. I, I feel yeah. like, because mm-hmm. that's Straight what happened too. with me too, like, because I fell off the wagon as far as going to the gym and, and being consistent with it. And my excuse is I moved away far. So now the will and the self-determination to get up earlier mm-hmm. to get on time, to mm-hmm. make it back to work on time. It's like, it, it, it's taken a lot and I haven't done it because I really feel like, all right, I do it at home, but I haven't taken a step to actually go to the gym with my guys right here, you know, like they do. So, but it's gonna I have to do it too, cause it's like it's important. And like like I feel like if I was on my dad's ass the other day about it, I really gotta show him too that all right, I'm I'm in the gym. Yeah. I'm probably like one of these days I'm gonna surprise him. I'm gonna be pulling up right as he's leaving for work. Like, look, what are you doing here? I'm going to the gym. Or you should be going, like, you know, cause yeah. it's like I feel like I've been in that thing where I'm trying to hold everybody accountable. Yeah. You know, and I'm trying to be held accountable. So it's like we made a commitment in here to like hit the gym and be more, um, put more importance on our health because you know COVID just really spun the world around and it everything. Did. You know, so it really did. Like I, I rather, you know, health is wealth at the end of the day. So it is. you know, I got I got to give everybody that's in the gym, like you guys, you guys three, you know, that are consistently showing up and 
and showing everybody else that, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I always tell people, like, don't wait for somebody to take you. Don't wait for a partner because people are flaking. You right. got to get up and do it on your own for yourself. Right. That's why Byron went without me today. Damn, <laughs> Byron. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't, I, that's, I pushed. But have, you've had, uh, like, a lot of gym buddies then, right? Then you've experienced. No, oh, actually you, I You've haven't. always been by yourself? I've, I mean, I had a trainer and I, I never really had a gym buddy. I always felt like that helped me as far as, like, staying consistent. Back in the day when I was always working out and, like, not like I was big or anything, but, like, at least going to the play basketball and then going to lift a little bit of weights. But we were doing it consistently Mm -hmm. when I had my boy that he was... He's he's sitting down for a little bit right now, but once he gets out, I know it's gonna get right back to it because that's mm-hmm. all he's doing in there, working out, working out, working out. So it's a trip. How like I feel like sometimes having that person there motivating you, like it's like you know when you fall down, somebody picks you up. Yeah. Like I like that aspect of it, but it is another level of it when you can kick your yourself in the ass and exactly. be like, go to the gym. You need exactly. to do this. You know. So I still give mad props to everybody like that. So yeah. back to that question, how did? It, what else sparked out of that? Yeah, what other doors like, did it open? We got sidetracked okay. real quick. Yeah, so, yeah, like, what, okay. what came out of the storm and after you got hit? So, we already, and- we already talked about that you, you know, the door opened of you being a trainer. What other doors right. did so, fitness open yeah, for you? I, I gave that up and then I went back into my field, which, which, is, which is what? Which is, I work in orthodontics. Uh, it's a specialty in dentistry of straightening teeth. You know, the braces, cosmetic aesthetics. Yeah, Enzo I was... went through braces, so he knows what's yeah, up. I, got, I had braces. <laughs> I had my four canines taken out. Oh, yeah, I had. I used to have bad teeth. Your like, bicuspids, you mean? I don't know what they are. They <laughs> said they were the canine teeth. I've never heard that before. <laughs> I know, right? What? It was it was crazy because you know you know how she they gave do you the, the before and after for <laughs> real. <laughs> you, know, you know the before and after they do when they put that plastic yeah. thing and everything. Uh-huh. I remember the 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 doctor saying a little joke. I never gonna forget this because he said your mouth looks like the predator mouth, <laughs> <laughs> like. For us, and, and, it, and you know what's crazy that's is that not very I, professional, right? Or but appropriate. It was, but <laughs> I, I giggled it off. But it was it was funny because he said something that like when they took the picture and they showed it to me, I thought about that. Yeah. So the fact that he said what I thought was like. And then I was kind of like taking on the chin because your mom's been telling you to fix your teeth and you were lagging it, and I did it till like. 11th grade, I think. So it was like at the end of high school, uh-huh. and, you know? So, yeah, yeah, it, it sucks. Braces <laughs> suck, and, but I need to get Invisalign now because I, I just didn't keep up with my retainer. So you oh. you did that field for how yeah. long? I mean, well, I'm still technically a little bit in there still. So I was doing that, and um, I'll make a long story short, and I've been doing that for about, I want to say, 15 years, uh, as long as my youngest son. I 15 years that's how I keep track of how long I've been in the field and you know what I just I I, honestly I started to get really sick and tired of just you know not getting treated right at work checks are just being pinched left and right it's like I'm working so hard and it's like the checks really not showing for it and um, I just remember this last year, it was like I was really scared of, of going poor and broke and losing my house and things like that during COVID. And I just thought to myself, like, you know, I'm, I'm tired of this. Like, this is a big, huge crisis wake up call. Like, I need to do something else other than my field because, like, I, I, you know, we got pulled out of work for two months, mandatory because right. of COVID. 
And, uh, you know, I thought to my, and then like, you know, unemployment, none of that was like safe or secure. You were just kind of overworking for somebody. Is that what I'm, I'm yeah. kind of, I'm, I'm, that's yeah. what I'm kind of getting at. That and I'm only one the, income in. So right. she's trying yeah. to get multiple incomes. Now. And then the last, but the last straw was, it was my oldest son's birthday. He had just turned 18 and my boss would always forget to pay me. He would forget to pay me. And I, I was crying and my, like, tears coming down my eyes. And I said, can you freaking pay me? It's my son's birthday. It's like, Friday? Payday yeah, Friday? Yeah, exactly. Mm, wow. And I'm like, the check hasn't what? came in. And he wouldn't respond to my text. And then I start calling. And then finally he's like, okay, 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 wait. And I just got tired of that. I said, I can't believe that. I can't even rely on my job or my boss to pay yeah, me on time to take care of my family. It's like we're not even getting, like, looked at like we're humans that have families that we need to care for. That's you know, They look at it like it's a privilege that you work for them and you should just be happy you have a job and that's it. And I got sick of it. I said, you know what? In my pl- I have a I have a I, I went to an entrepreneurship class. It was like a small class, a spiritual class, and um, the guy just started to you know give us teachings there about what we what we need to do, how we need to uh, find our passions, and just basically we can't really rely on society anymore or, or corporate because I mean look what's what happening. Class is this? It was a spiritual mentor. Uh, no, it's just in the spiritual community. Like a, motto, like a motivational speaker. Yeah, Do you exactly. remember the name? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I should get... I don't... Yeah, no, I, I guess... I, you know what? I'm going to... I'm just... Is it Alter Call? No. Okay. His name is Stay Risen. Okay. Yeah, and I'm going to go ahead and just uh, say it because I've thanked him so much, you know, for... Oh, you got to get props to the people that... Yeah, you know, and he's have... Latino and, you know, he's he's amazing. So he, we did a small little class with him and it was like a spiritual kind of... Yeah, he's like a motivational speaker kind of. And so ever since then, I, you know, he just opened something in my head like, yeah, you know what, That's I need so to dope, do something with myself. I feel like my mentor is in the same type of um, realm of like he he, he blends spirituality and business together yes and and like it's a it's a crazy mix how like they they can spark something out of you because when i met this guy i was on pills i was taking um percocets and Mm -hmm. vicodins for seven years and i don't know where i crossed paths with him and he was on that tip where he's like man i made 800 million in my career like i'm i'm almost to a billion and i'm like and i was there i had all the money all the girls everything and i wasn't satisfied i was doing drugs i was doing everything Mm-hmm. Everything that you can name. And then he's like, I just got tired of, like, doing this. And it wasn't satisfying me anymore. Yeah. And I was like, how, bro? You had everything. He's like, it just wasn't enough. And then he said that his secret was finding God, getting yeah. closer to God. And then everything else started falling into place. And now he pushes that, like, that mentor program where it's like he's, he, he shows people how to, how to get their business right. Mm-hmm. But he does it from an aspect of, like getting your 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 trauma out first like everything exactly. that you're dealing with internally heal first heal within. first so that mm-hmm. then you're once you heal your business will start producing more and to be honest once i started messing with this dude and cutting his hair and he was a client i seen the growth in me just because he he held me accountable mm-hmm. and he also kind of like he he sparked something in me that one of the things i'd actually seen him yesterday he uh i told him how we had a conversation and he asked me, you need to ask yourself why. Why do you do what you do? What 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 has led you to where you're at? And like it's just what that one why question will lead you to otherwise and hows and what's and, and then like once you start figuring out why you do what you do, 
Like, you can even figure out why this trauma happened or, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have closure in a sense. And Some deep it's, digging. It, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And, and to be honest, it's crazy that you say that, that that happened to you. and Because I went through the same thing recently, it's, though. It's almost recently, too. This was last year. I felt like I met him in the right timing of my life. I was going through this crisis. And so uh, I then I started to meditate because I, I, I meditate a lot. A lot, like a lot, a lot. And then I finally thought in meditation one day, why love candles? Why don't I start learning how to make candles? And then it was like a huge light bulb. And yeah, and I spent so much money on candles before. And it's like, yeah, it gets really expensive, you know, because you go through one candle every 24 hours, maybe, you know what I mean? So you almost like you have candles all over your house then. Yeah. I mean, it was like all those little church candles, but at the, at, it just struck me, you know, after the the class. And then I finally thought, like, I have a big platform on social media, mm-hmm. so I need to do something. And it started off as a project for me. So I, I on my lunch hour, I was working and I was watching YouTube videos, are how we, to make candles. Are we creeping into Sweet Surrenders already? Yep. Sounds like it. I think so. Should yeah. we wait? No, keep going. I was just making are you sure. sure? <laughs> Go for it. Keep going. I just want to make sure. Is that what, the is fi- that- yeah, that's how it started, though. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. seeing how it's connecting. So yeah. I just want to make sure it's we're all on connected, that path, my guy. It's all, con- <laughs> it's all connected I know. always. So I started to make candles, and um, it started. It just started off as a project, an experiment, and I started to post it on my stories. And like, I would always get like, I don't know, let's, uh, you know maybe you, not that many, like two, three, four hundred people viewers on my story. Dope. And I started getting a lot of people approaching me, like, "Hey, I want candles! I want candles! I want candles!" So I was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy. Like, I'm doing so well. And I did. I mean, I don't know. I probably made, like, over 400 candles last year during um, uh, November and December. And I didn't do it. I didn't name anything yet at this time. It was just like, I'm doing this as a passion. I like doing this. Yeah. And um, Is there certain (laughs) smells that, like, you were more attracted to? Smells? Yeah. Yeah, fragrance. <laughs> not, not really. There was so many. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, uh, or is there a specific one that, like, that's the one that sells the most, or that you were into doing the most? I don't remember. I remember I made like a few pumpkin spice ones, but those didn't really sell that much. Ew. I noticed a lot of Hispanics don't like pumpkin okay. spice. Nah, I don't like. Pumpkin. I know. I would. It was yeah, more I like. I hate to say only, it. only at Starbucks. Hate to break it to you. That's a white person thing. <laughs> I know. Not to you, but to our audience. You know, it's true. And are, it was are just, you white? What are you? No, I'm Mexican. Come Full on, Mexican? Oh, I was born here. My mom's from Guadalajara. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Chivas, are you Chivas? <laughs> you got any cartel ties? I'm just kidding. No, no. absolutely not. I'm just saying because of the narcos, I was about to say, like, you know how Guadalajara is? That's where, um, what's his name? What's He's our conspiracy theorist. Don't mind him, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> Illuminati. Forget what he it's just said. It's all connected. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Nah, um, nah. I was, you're like, you're over here like, this motherfucker really is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I like it. It's fine. Like, I'm totally nah, open-minded. It was, it was and, yeah. So, yeah. yeah um, so yeah, basically, I then I learned how to make candles, and then I started selling them everywhere, left and right. And then I I remember I'm, I've always been a Crunch member. Shout out to Crunch. And uh, I went into Crunch Northridge, and uh, one of my uh, I remember trying to sell some of the candles to one of the employees there, and he was telling me, "Why don't you come to our um, closeout to sell your candles?" And I thought, "Really? You you guys do that?" 
like, oh my God, this is such a dream come true. And at first I thought he was mean. I'm not going to say his name, but I thought he was kind of mean looking. And I tried to sell candles and he's like, no, nah, no, thank you. He's like, here, do you have a business card? I'll just take your card. I gave him my business card. The next day, he went onto my Instagram, and he's like, hey, I'll take two of these. And I was, like, so shocked. <laughs> I was shocked. Like, You're, like, in person. You didn't want to do any business. But through DMs, I'll take two. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then so the next day, I took them to him, and that's when uh, he told me. He's like, hey, um, uh, he's like, do you want to come to uh, to our closeout to sell your candles? The first, I remember I got all dressed up, like if it was a freaking job or model interview. Why? And I had all dressed my to candles. Impress. And I had a table full of candles. I'll never forget that day. Everybody wiped out my candles and everybody was like, wow, these are so beautiful. And it was during the holidays. So I had a lot of holiday candles. And ever Damn. since then. But before that, That's I was literally spend? selling them out of my trunk. Like oh, I you was, was trapped. I was. Yeah, I was, like, hustling. We say that nowadays. Instead of hustling, it's called trapping. Trapping? Yeah, I was definitely trapping. <laughs> I had them in my trunk, and I had a goal. I'm like, I got to make at least 50 bucks a day hey, of selling hey. these. Oh, let's go. That Setting the goal. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. I have a question She's for you, Janet. She was building the habit. Uh -huh. See, guys? Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. guys. Byron wants to speak. No, hold on. <laughs> wants to speak. Okay, yeah, go let him. You have the floor, my guy. You mm -hmm. have the floor. Was this before your entrepreneurship class or after? No, this was after. Right. Yeah, this okay, was can right I, can after. Okay, can I say something, uh -huh. though? I remember we had a guest one time that was like, oh, it's dumb to write things down and have ideas and, you know, nothing's going to pop. Oh, my There's God. There's an idea that, there's a candle idea that popped for right? somebody. A candle idea, my guy. And she's and she said a goal to sell $50 worth of candles. And she, you're making it, right? Well, I mean, now it's it's more. But it, you, the not, goal has risen. That's, no. I'm not selling them out of my trunk anymore. No, but that's, that's what, the whole that's, thing. That's, that's my point. Right? That's I have my a point. website now. That's my point. That, like, Shout out the website. What's the website like, name? You know what I mean? You don't have to. That, that's the American dream, right? Like where you can start your own business yeah. and just like out of a transition, out of the storm. Right. Uh, I got to give you Thank your flowers you. right now. You know what I mean? Because that's Thank dope. You. Like that. I know. You took that jump, that leap of faith for yourself. Exactly. And, and, That's and, you know, exactly what it was. The first, the first like sale you said you wiped it out. That's I it. did. That's it like, was. I mean, when I first started cutting like, hair, it didn't work out like that. Before I had a, that, I was like, I, and I was heartbroken. If somebody didn't want to buy my candle, it hurts, I, would, right? I would be, I would feel like Rejection. shit. Right. But I honestly, I saw my mom sell stuff when I was little. She would sell clothes out of her van. And I just watched my parents, especially my mom. Like, she was just hustling, selling Mary Kay, selling clothes out of her van when we were little. It was like ingrained she, in you. Everything. And she, you know, scraping money to make sure that I have my dolls or right. my, the so cereal that I want. Shoes you wanted in high school and stuff. So that kind of stuck on me. It stuck on me. And then so I was like, that's why I'm not going to have shame because this is this is my dream. That's like, I, And I'm going to keep pushing it till I make something out of it. That's dope. And that's just the mentality I had. And, I mean, I, I think Crunch Fitness all the time. Like, After I that initial, them. Uh, what was it called? The yeah. end of day sale? Or what was it called that they had at Crunch? Closure. The closeout. Oh, so after that closeout, is that when the name came about? And No, I had my name already. So, <laughs> so what did you name this product or this well, line of brand or this brand that you have? What would you call it? Is it a product? Is it a service? Or what do you... Product line. Yeah. So I knew that I was going to start a product line. I just didn't. And I knew I wanted to expand it. So I couldn't just be like, okay, it's going to be called this candles. No, I knew eventually I was going to... Branch off and do other stuff yeah, with it. Yeah, so I'm like, I have to make it kind of a universal, but I want to make it stick to why spiritually I was um, 
doing influenced. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I love the name Surrender. I, you know, I'm big on reading um, Eckhart Tolle books. I don't know if you guys are into like spiritual, uh, elevating, self transformation yep. books. So mm-hmm. that book, for me, like just the fact that he would always talk about surrendering to situations, and that's I, I surrendered to COVID to what was happening, and then I brought out my talents as well. You know, I discovered my talents in meditation, and you know, I brought out these beautiful candles, and that's why I'm like, okay, I like the word sweet surrender so i'll make it s plural at the end so it's gonna i could keep expanding my line i i had a lot of different ideas but i needed to make sure that i was gonna be good at them like my first execution you wanted to execute right exactly like the first candle i mean it was you know it was it was okay i i did the best i could but it's kind of cute now it looks like a little little girl's candle if i look back at i'm like oh it's kind of (laughs) cute but the whole Do you have it encased or something? No, I, I or... sold them. My friends were the first ones that bought my candles. And I mean, I think they just did it out of their heart mostly. But they... That's dope. <laughs> yeah, that but look they're back, the ones I'm that like... believed in you, right? right? Yeah, it's like, look at those freaking candles. But the reason why I, I was pushed to it, because I'm like, I have a platform on... on um, Most good... of my platform is on fitness. But... It's kind of weird how it worked out because like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fit. I'm always at the gym and I do my pop-ups and people are drawn to me because I'm fit and because of my energy. And then it's like, I'm also bringing out like this, this holistic wellness brand. Right. So it kind of, it's weird how it all kind of like pieced and, place. Yeah. and matched together. And now it's like, I do, you know, I do pop-ups everywhere, you know, community what, what pop-ups. Are, what other br- oh, products have you branched off to do with Swiss Wender? Yeah. So the candles was free. First, and then after that, I think um, I started making soap. Oh, dope. Yeah. Like natural so cosmetics? Natural soaps, handmade. Um, I, I, and, you know, my first few soaps were kind of cute, whatever. But I saw how good I started selling soap. Like, it was just an experiment. I didn't think people were going to care about soap more than candles. But I, I developed, like, this really big uh, soap fanatic crowd off my wow. soaps. Soap. Yes. Who would have luxury thought? handmade soap? Pound it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Man, you're just you're just proving me right for all these like guys that Doubters. are naysayers <laughs> that, that don't believe that you can just have an idea yeah. and execute the idea. Exactly. And then you can, you know, live the American dream, you know. But mm-hmm. you know I'm just I'm just crazy Enzo, you know. I don't it, know. What it I'm all started about. with a thought. And that, that thought manifested into this big, Whoa. huge entrepreneurship. It manifests it, right? And yes. then you, but, but before the manifestation, you put the work in for it to manifest it, exactly. right? Exactly. That's what I tell people all the time at my People pop-ups. think it's going to just come from the sky. Like, these candles came from the sky. These soaps came from the sky. No. Like, nah, you it's had to... Definitely a little work. bit of law of attraction you know, and yeah. love a- uh, action. Like you yeah. have to take some kind of action and then see what it reciprocates. Everything's trial and error. I always tell people you got to try. Yeah, take out. a risk. You got to take risks. Exactly. Well, a lot you got to get out of your comfort of zone. That's why. A lot of people are scared to fail and they mm-hmm. don't want to take the leap because they're like, "What if I fail?" Fear. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's that fear yeah, that keeps keeps them imprisoned from actually taking that action. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And the thing with, with like what you're saying, right? You took a risk in several ideas, not only one, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you're talking about how like your first journey was being a trainer. That was a risk. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, you know, might not want to even do that. Like they might work out, but they're like, I don't know if I'm ready to be a trainer. But you took a yeah. risk in that. You saw that wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. And then you decided to take a risk and let me take a class. So let me learn how to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also a risk. I'm sure you probably took other classes maybe. 
before doing that candle class. You didn't know if that was what the thing that was going to make you, you know, into the business that you have now. But yeah. it's like all those things uh, from what I'm hearing, right? Those are things that you learned from your mother where your mother wasn't afraid to take risk and sell things and, yeah. you know, be able to scratch money from anything. And, and that's what that example is what helps you to be like, nah, I can't be ruled by fear. Yeah. I got to take the leaps and go one after the another after another and see what works out. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's exactly the way it was. And yeah, it was honestly, it was, it was a big, huge blessing COVID. Like I just discovered so much about myself. You know, I really went into, to my inner self, my spirit, like I'm, and I never knew, I knew I was good at my hands, right? Because I've been working in dentistry and orthodontics for 15 years. And I knew I like working with my hands. And I know, and it's funny because I feel like I bridged second grade until now, until now that I'm an adult woman. In second grade, I loved art so much. And I always had a fascination for soap, but I just thought it was like so complicated. And, you know, we shop at Target and Walmart and it's like just white soap. Generic, generic yeah. soap. And when I came into this industry of soap making, it's like, so it's an art. It mm. really is an art. It's an artistry. That's so and fucking oh, Trying sick, to get yo. your scent, trying to the see. The community yeah. is so big, so welcoming, so loving. And I love it so much because like all the soap makers are very... Um, just, you know, they, they're very helpful, very motivational. You know, they won't put your work down. Like, at some point, I want to get to the level of, like, these women that are, like, wow. You know, like, they knew how to, they know how to do some Picasso art on these soaps. What? I feel like I'm still kind of working up towards that way. But now you have me intrigued. Like, what do you mean as far as, like, because... No, she I, does designs. I, I with know, them. I know, yeah. right? I know soap, a bar of soap is a bar. That's what I know as far as you know, soap. a basic bar of soap. Right. So what? <laughs> What is Sweet Surrender doing, or what are they innovating as far as soap? Like, because that sounds interesting. That yeah, what do you? How do you make it art, or what is something? Well, that... I mean, what, um, some of my soaps I'll put herbs, and then I, you know, I studied a lot about herbs, and also I learned about herbs because of my mom, you know, because she's from the the rancho, so I know a lot <laughs> about herbs since I was little. Right. Like herbs heal us. She's healed me with like chamomile, moringa, you know, uh, rosemary. Rosemary, Romero, yeah. se dice en español, yeah. you know, yep. so all those, I took all those ideas, and then I, you know, of course, I'm always learning about different herbs, and I put them in my soaps, or turmeric, one of my top seller soaps is the turmeric soap, and women swear, like, it's helped with, like, aging, with blemishes. Huh? Do you use sea moss in, in any, in any I, of your products? I haven't been able to find like wholesale sea moss to be, but it's it's a, it's on my project. Just list. because I know you say holistic, so I'm yeah. like that's part of holistic. You know, yeah, no, I'm wondering I, if you have used that. I haven't found uh, wholesale prices yet for, but that's on my. I have a lot of different projects that I want to work on. That's dope. But I haven't got to yet because I'm still where I'm keeping my top seller soaps on top. But Smart. yeah, so long story short. You figured short. out what's working for you. So you're like, I'm going to keep pumping mm -hmm. out what's working for me. And then I'm going to, I have a list of a plethora of things that I have, you know, ideas that are you going to execute. I'm, I'm sure you will execute yeah, phenomenally. That's great you. to hear, man. That, that's motivating too. Cause <laughs> a lot of, and you're a woman, like women, 
that's not an excuse now. Like women are doing great things, having soaps, having candles, like mm-hmm. that. And then you saying there's other women doing this too, like yeah, there's it's, it's, it's very, a big, huge like I, I, Instagram. I found a lot of different people. And who would have thought though? Like I never would have thought like soap, right? And then and then you're getting people that are like supporting it and like consistent. Yes. That's dope. People, huh? lo- uh, yeah, they love it. I mean, I think more Caucasian people is the crowd that you, I. You mostly... already see your demographic, then you know who yeah. you're. Who you're Especially older people. I feel like pe- the thing is with youngsters, it's like they haven't had anything happen to them. So they don't care. Health-wise. Right. So they don't care. They're going to still use they're, dial. They're, they're, um, what is it? They're, um, uh, they're indestructible. They think that nothing's going to happen nah, to them. It's, it's not only that. Uh, yeah, I mean, bro, it's, I'm, I'm young and I still think that sometimes. Like, nah, I'll still, I'll but still, it's also you haven't learned about skincare. A lot of people don't learn about skincare until they start aging. Until they, and then but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It all comes with you not caring. You're mm-hmm. careless. You're, you're young. You think your skin's going to stay wrinkle-free forever, bro. <laughs> like That's just what it is. Not until you get older, you start being <laughs> like, I, I, wouldn't, ah, I wouldn't mind the wrinkles. Bro. I think on... And then my... Yeah, I had a man that had uh, like rosacea. He had really bad psoriasis and rosacea. And it really heals my heart to see how it's healing. Because I learned how to make my own body butter too. That's a, that's my main top seller. Um, other than my soaps, right now it's the body butter because it's very healing. All do the you have anything for acne? I do. Really? I have what about soap acne scars and, and stuff like that? Because yeah. I got acne scars that I've been like, dude, I want to get rid of my scars. I do. And I never Actually, can... my body butter helps scars and really? stretch marks. Yeah, and psoriasis and eczema and rosacea. That's dope. And yeah, like all the all these different skin disorders. So you know, it, I'm a barber, so I'm gonna have to push some of those stuff for products on my shop. Real talk. <laughs> Thank you. Like a little crossing. I have a lot of men's soaps too. Men are my number one customers. I gotta always keep them happy. They're the ones that buy the soaps the most. Dope. I need some soap for sure. Yeah, I bought you guys some soaps. Where are they? Oh. Where's the little bag? There. It's funny because I'd be seeing all these commercials on like on like IG. I know not just right, IG, but yeah, YouTube yeah, the ads to stop stuff. using these generic soaps because uh, they're bad for you. Yeah, yeah they have stuff. so many chemicals. You know what? These I are just, these are vegan soaps that I brought you guys. Do you make um deodorant also? Can you explain that real quick? Vegan soap. How is it possible to have vegan soap? Just just explain. No, I'm, I'm, no animal it products. It has no milk. Exactly. Yeah, no, no animal product. product. Anything that says it's, vegan, it's like they wouldn't put any animal product or any type of animal anything involved yeah. in it, right? Yeah. yeah so it's, they say vegan, yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, they have three different fragrances. So I made these for Pride Month. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, they have three different fragrances. It's a uh, blueberry. Myself. I came out as a lesbian a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they have blueberry, cherry, and watermelon. So I brought got, you guys. We, we got to put it in the bio. I forgot, I forgot. <laughs> lesbian. Now like you know Drake? it's funny that you said Because of Drake, yeah, yeah exactly. Lesbian. That's what he's saying. <laughs> you no, know, it's funny <laughs> that that because I kind of went away from using um Dove as my deodorant, uh-huh. and then I saw I found something on, at Target. I forgot the name Native. of it. it yeah, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. See, that's crazy. You know, so mm-hmm. are they holistic or whatever? Because I just no, I, it still has chemicals because does it? Has it? Has All right, so help me out because I thought that was a good one that I picked because I was like, it's twelve bucks though. I'm like, God. Dang, it's, it, it's mostly baking soda, but it has uh, like a chemical in it long. to keep it long shelf life at Target. Okay, so like that's organic what I don't products want. don't last that long. So okay, so if we're talking holistic, and On the shelf. We're, we're saying all that stuff, right? So if you were, let's say, you were to make a deodorant, mm-hmm. does that mean that 
you have to surrender to the fact that you might be a little musty or that's your natural yeah, smell. Actually, like, yeah, they're not. That's the thing. And that's why. Um, and, I, and in the Western society, we're, we're, you know, put some cologne on, put it on. You know, we're not taught that. That's why we, we smell other cultures and be like, whoa, yeah. this guy. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I now that I've started using native, I know my deodorant doesn't last as long as like yeah. the other ones used to. You have to reapply to. it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have two, one at the shop and one with me because Good. I noticed that. So then I'm like, because my thing is I'm lining you up. And then yeah. they can smell it. Yeah, that happens. I mean, us too. And like I'm a an, sweaty guy. I'm always sweating for some reason. Like I get that from my dad. That it's just like so. I'm waiting for that that deodorant when you come out with yeah. it. That would be dope. I'm actually gonna work on it. I know. I already checked it out. The ingredients and stuff to put it in. But no, anything at Target is not all natural because I mean it's it has chemicals to keep the shelf life yeah. longer. So pretty much. What's a what's a good uh, like. Or a decent generic brand. Generic? Yeah. You know, it's hard to Sweet say. Sweet surrender, bro. That's what I'm <laughs> waiting for, but she says you don't have it, so I'm like, yeah. I, I've actually already but, looked into making it. Trust no, me. No, but I'm going to definitely, I'm going to use these soaps. Trust me, like, we, we, we're trying. I'm going to get there we eventually. I use stuff right now for some reason. <laughs> for the people listening, this is a sneak peek. We, we, we had this guest recently, and his wife, she, she's a, what, what you like to call a self-made millionaire entrepreneur off of her products for hair. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is, uh, the product line is Miss Jenny's. Miss Jenny's, Miss right? Jessie's. Miss Jessie's, my mm-hmm. bad. She's at yeah. Target, too. So, right? yeah, so she's got to the point where she's online, Amazon, Target, Walmart. and Her story's similar, too. How, yeah, she started off, you know, with her not, sister. With her sister. Um, she was a single mom. Uh, they they were about to lose their house, uh, and she just started getting into hair products. And that's oh, wow. that's from there. She just took it. Now her products all over, are all over Walmart, Target, all that. That's nice. She's I the know. Owner, you know I'm I mean? hoping to get into like Trader Joe's, Sprouts, those kind of stores. But right now, I'm still working on a lot of like my labels. You know, with the ingredients, it's it's all very time consuming, Definitely. and it's really expensive. It's not Do you have the a team pro- around you. Would you say no? Self-made. I'm doing all this by myself. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever thought about like, let's say, if somebody came at you with the opportunity, like an angel investor, would you take that type of opportunity, or do you want to still be independent? Where I think I want to stay independent. Honestly, I just I don't know. I remember out. seeing that McDonald's movie, The Founder, and I don't want to get screwed. I like over. that. I like that. No, you don't. Well, I think I'm gonna teach my niece. I already talked to my niece. She's a little bit young right now. She's a teenager, but. She likes making soap, and um, I told her, like, I want her to take over the business when I'm gone. And she she's helped me making soap before. Oh, so, so you have someone helping you out, though. No, I don't. No, I mean, I, as, I, as far as you need, she's someone that has interest in She's willing to, it. yeah, take over the business. Um, she's got to keep on, I'm like, still kind of working towards, you know, my goals. And I, I'm honestly, I'm getting, I'm getting up there pretty quickly, more quickly than I thought. Great. So it's really working out. Like everything's when you working. You take a risk, y'all. See, hey man. Yeah. For a podcast. Yep. But I have boys, and the boys don't like um, making soap. Oh, <laughs> they man. don't. They don't like. They none don't of see that the stuff. vision yet. Yeah. Then they're gonna be like, "Mom, what? You exactly. Got a no, exactly. But that's how that started. So I, as, yeah, it started with a candle. It all started with a dream and a candle, and now it's like all skincare that's and sick. soaps and. But you and, still make um, candles or no more candles? Yeah, no, I'm actually the candle, the candles are selling a lot right now. Like, it's funny because it goes into it's like a, it's phases. A, it's a new wave right now. I've noticed that it's like, like a lot of, um, like even barbershops have been selling man candles where like men have oh, been. Oh, nice. Yeah, you like, know, a lot of men have been buying more candles. I'm so proud of them. I tell them all. And crystals. I sell crystals but, too. But it's because we're like, I feel like 
since you say you're like you like astrology, right? Yeah. Since we're like we've entered the age of Aquarius, right? Mm-hmm. And like it's said that you know men are gonna be come more in tune with their feminine side. And, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? I that's what that. I think is happening. You know what I mean? Like I we love got, that's that. why we have guys like Drake out here that you know can speak to a woman from a man's perspective, mm-hmm. and you know some men that are from the old dogma i would say still think that it's like oh you're soft bro but it's like nah bro just a lot of us are becoming in tune with our feminine side what it is is confidence you're confident with your your, skin with yourself and what what your likings are then i mean you don't you're not going to care what other people think and there's still like i feel like there's a few more hispanic men are starting to you know Open, be more open, open. And, and I'm happy for that because it's like a lot of us came from machista Much, parents. Yeah. Well, that's stuff. yeah, that's the definition. And true. Middle Eastern yeah. too, I, right. Hispanic and Middle Eastern. But I feel like now the Hispanic men are evolving more, uh, and you know, some men are still not yeah. like, oh, I'm not gonna buy fruit soap. You have men cologne soap? Yes, I do actually. Oh, I have okay. everything, but sometimes. You know, if, that's what I always tell them. If you want to buy fruit soap, buy it. Who cares? It's not a cologne of fruit. It's a soap. Right. So you can enjoy and feel who's good. Be, who's in the shower with you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Just you and your, yourself and I the think, song you yeah. play. You know, I like. think it's attractive when a guy smells, you know, a little bit sweet. Or right, if like he it. likes things that... That he's comfortable a lot, of, a lot of guys She just sold those Do it soaps. for the homies <laughs> yeah. Stop doing it for the homies man Do it for the ladies right. I'll take I'll take I'll take five please. <laughs> yeah. She, she was right. like I like a guy who smells They're like uh, I'm ordering more yeah. She's like yeah. <laughs> Actually some, Most of them tell me You pick them You, I'll buy them You pick them for me and so I'm like, okay, that's nice. I'm gonna give you all the top sellers, and I'm gonna give you a couple of my um, my uh, my name brand soaps. I have a few name brand soaps for people that care about, you what know, do you mean? like, what, define like John John Pierre, John Pierre. Um, so you add the Dolce cologne. You add the cologne smell to the to the actual. Soap? No, it's an essential oil. It's not. The, I don't use chemicals or colognes oh, so or just, perfumes. You just make it smell like similar to exactly. it. Exactly, but it smells even better on soap because it's not as like strong. And is that gonna stay on you? Soft. It's a soft smell. Did you, yeah. Did you bring anything to sell out the trunk today? <laughs> no. Oh, what? Sleeping. No more, no more. Sleeping, give me my pound back. I'm just kidding. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't believe I did that. Just That's to so redirect crazy. them to the site. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll follow you on Instagram. Come to the next pop-up. Oh, what? Right? Where, yeah. What is the next pop-up? Um, I think LA Fitness, it's going to be at uh, Sepulveda LA Fitness the end of this month. Cool. Yeah. I, it's a big, huge crowd right there. It's crazy. It's It's a little overwhelming, but in a good way, right? But, um, yeah, no. That's why I always try to keep, uh, you know, I have try to keep everybody happy. The soap freaks, the candle freaks, the body, but like even me- some men uh, like my body butters and I, I think that's really attractive. Like, what wow, are body butters? It's like lotion, oh, okay. but like I was saying, it's I, I add a lot of different healing properties in it and people... Put CBD? eucalyptus in it? Yeah, yeah I, I make some with CBD. Okay. Um, most of the ones that I sell on my pop-ups are just the, the ones without CBD. Because, you know, it's like if people don't want to pay for the CBD, I'm not going to put it in there. Yeah, you'd be surprised, though. There's a market for that, especially at the gyms. People will No, pay yeah, for it. there is. And that's only special orders. Like, I won't just have a, you know, a so batch you, do you sitting ma- there. Do you make, like, like custom orders? I do. And I sell wholesale to whoever needs it. You know, it's more work, but I do. I'm, I'm open to whatever the customer wants. I have, I make CBD soap. My CBD soap's another top seller. I... 
I make it with uh, full-spectrum CBD, 3,300 milligrams. And I sell those a lot at gyms because people have sore sore bodies, right? Yeah. So um, the soap, you... What? That works? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to definitely... Yeah. Remember. Come on, bro. So, like, that's, yeah. that's a pretty self-explanatory. Nah, just, I'm a barber, so I'm on my feet. So, yeah, I know. Definitely... And it's just so nice to hear people like, it's really helping me. Or you feel like you can see their confidence and they're just like, their bodies look so much nicer. Like, you know, the the flawless, radiant skin. You, can, It's like a new person. It's a new Definitely. every time I see that I'm it's just like wow I'm doing something good You're you know impacting. Yeah and and it makes me feel so good honestly like wow I I'm just so proud of myself and you know my purpose and my mission and like look how far I've come like I'm really enlightening so, people qu- Question Janet where mm-hmm. do you see your company in 5 years <sighs> I mean, Where really is Soon Surrender going to be in 5 years I don't really years? like to talk about like the plans that I have, yeah. No, 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 not not the plans. Where do you see yourself? Like, where, where's the how? What heights? Like, if you, if you, like, just like how you said, in a year span, this all this has happened. Five years spans. What do you? It's not that. Not that I want to know your plan. I want to okay. just see like the vision. Where do you think it's gonna take you? Or oh yeah, you know what oh, I mean. Like, definitely. like on the surface. Yeah, type like, babe, of... give me something vague. I don't. Right. I don't. You don't. You, need, a, you, mean, you don't need the whole. You don't need laid a, out. I don't need no enchilada right yeah. now. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> give me some nachos real quick. Like you know what? What is? What is it gonna look like? Sweet surrender. Well, what do you want it to look like? Or, right now, I'm. Um, Doing the pro- doing the work and process to I've already started I've already de- decreased my amount of work in uh, my career because for me I feel like that's just not what I want to do the rest of my life I don't want to work for somebody and it's just it's just not realistic to me anymore so I'm I'm gonna eventually start tapering down more of my work in the in that field and I'm gonna start growing my um my brand a l- more and i'm 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 getting to that point already like it's it's well, gonna happen gonna sooner. break away completely from your yeah. your nine to five and you're gonna be self-employed entrepreneur exactly. jenny sweet, sweet surrender llc all that right <laughs> that's dope man. yeah honestly yeah it's just it's just not for me anymore you know in this entrepreneur life it's like it, it requires me to do some kind of work every day you know, can you explain to people like that are, how like a lot of people think that it's sweet to be your own boss, but you really have to be more disciplined. It's like and working more... out, bro. That's why it parallels. Like she already has the determination to work out, right? Right. That's what I'm so she has the determination and the habits, you know, to run her own business. It's the same things that the the habits that she built with working out are now just being transferred over into her entrepreneurship. <laughs> yeah, you know, I never thought about that, but he's he's right. <laughs> you know, like, that's crazy because, like, a lot of people think, oh, it must be nice to be, you know, where you're at to have all this. But it's like, nah, bro, I have to... Nobody, it comes with huge it, responsibility. You're a lot more responsibility mm-hmm. than having a punch in the clock and, and be like, okay, at the end of the day, the, the buck ends with that guy, not me. Mm-hmm. But in this field... Sweet Surrender, it ends with Janet. It don't yeah. end with nobody else but Janet, you know? So, like, it's crazy how, like, to see the the growth, and I want, I'm want i hoping that I see the growth. You're going to be on, like, book on um, on store <laughs> shelves, you know, like, on Sprouts. Like, that's dope that you say that's what you want to do, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to get there at some point. I, I'm, I, for, of course, I have to see. The thing is, like, I it is small batches. It is just me, so I need to make sure that... 
you know. Would you I'm, be open to be having little... like mass produced, or you want to be hands on where it's always gonna be? You know what's going into the like, because you know how you say you you saw um the McDonald's what's that movie called the, the founder. founder, and you know how like when. <laughs> When he let the guys in other cities open it, they started selling chicken in there. And he was yeah. like, no, you know, so is that how you're kind of like looking at it? Like, I want to be hands on to where if I do expand that large, mm-hmm. they can't just make whatever mass produce it. And it's not going to have the same. Yeah, you know. exactly. I, I'm very, um, you know, very picky in detail. Like if I see something, I won't sell it, you know, and. I, I mean, it's when, when I start doing this full time, I think I'll have a lot more time to do a bigger wholesale, you know. But like right now with a with a part time job, it's like, you know, you need to rest and eat and get, go to work and come back. And sometimes it's like you have to respect your body. If you don't want if you don't want to produce, you can't like I took two weeks off of pop ups in August, I, I I did I hit a big goal. I had eight pop ups, two per week, and then I worked what like sixteen days in my day job. So I was like burnt out at the end of the month, but I was like so grateful and thankful. Like thank you God, wow. <laughs> Damn, you needed I that was, break. I was like, oh my god, and then the signs started. The universe started giving me signs like. You need to get out of your job. You need to come over here. Look at you're making it. You have customers already. You need to leave that job. You know, and things started to happen. I took a two-week break. Honestly, like, I, I kind of, my body needed a break. Like, from soap making, candle making. And I took a little mini vacation. I think I told you guys. I went to Rosarito. Like, I I just completely. Papas and beers? Yeah, I was out there. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's up. That's I, what's up. I come. I'm like even that. Anything. I just needed a break, and for two weeks, I was not on social media for my business. I was not answering work oh, so calls. You went unplugged. Yeah, I completely went unplugged. That's you know. Dope. And I didn't do any crafting at all. And now I'm back and I'm like, okay. It's rejuvenated, right? Yeah. You feel like exactly. I remember the last time I did that was in 2014, 15, and I and I went to El Salvador and I didn't cut hair for two weeks. I think I cut my cousin's hair, but it wasn't I didn't even consider that cutting. Mm-hmm. It was just like one cut a day. And when I came back, I was like, I remember I came back and I was like, I'm gonna do a design. And back then I didn't do designs. And I just the first haircut I did, I was like, yo, can I do a design on you? And the guy was like, Yeah, and I did it. And I, ever since then, I just started doing designs. And it was like, yo, that break really helped wow. my creativity, yes. you know? Like, it just came back oh like, my God. whoa, what, what, what was this? Like, yes. what was this hiding? The-? And it was like, all you needed, bro, was to sit down, take a break, and then come back to it. And it was like, it just popped in your head. Like, I know how to, I know how to do it now. I know yeah. what to do, you know? So, it's crazy that... You know, I, 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 I feel the same thing. Like, every time I came back from a vacation, it, like, enhances my... Um, creativity. We call it our sacral chakra. Oh, your chakras. Which is wh- where the creativity right. comes from. Mm-hmm. And it's like, your mind is just, like, so sharp. And you're just, like, you know, you're creating things like, what the heck? Like, I did this? Right. Like, damn. Nah, I'm due for one of those. I've, like, where I take, like, two weeks off and, and I, like... Yeah. I'm due for one of those. It's Anything. I mean, even if it's 15. just, like, to big bear for a couple you know for a weekend for me it's like i just i did the vegas one for my birthday but no that's uh, not really yeah i didn't feel that it isn't at all so like (laughs) you went to an adult playground (laughs) it was right like it it was fun because it was my birthday you know that's what it is it was was my 30 30 my 30 what is it my 30 30 30. yeah that and then um but it was still wasn't like now I feel like I'm really looking towards going to Hawaii, Bahamas or Cancun, you know, one of those or even trying to maybe go see my my grandma in El Salvador. But 
I have a short list of like I need to go somewhere and unwind and like yeah. like I don't and need Wi Fi access for exactly. a little bit. You know what I mean? And Just like to, social media, what do they call it? A social media um, detox. I've done your that. cell phone too. I did that recently. Mm-hmm. I like I I always do that one where I like get mm-hmm. off and I'm like for my personal one at least, and then mm-hmm. I'll just stay on my business one. And that's very, it's very helpful. I like that too. Yeah, so it, same here. I, at least even when I opened my business, when I opened my business, I went off social media as far as my personal and I just focused on my shop. I only had new life for the, like three years. The first three years of the shop when I opened it was strictly just new life. If you want to reach me, you had to go through a new life page. Mm-hmm. And then once my son was born, I think is when I was like, all right, I need to, I need to bring need to start showing them off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I came back on Instagram. That was like four years ago. It's about to be four years. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. But then even within that, I think last year, didn't I take a detox off, off Instagram or something like that? Like where I just <laughs> Oh, like, your personal one. Yeah, my yeah, personal, yeah, personal one where, where I would just like... that that People need to do that because it's a lot of distractions on Instagram. And then a lot it of people's is. feeds, you don't it's even too know. too much information. A lot all, of information. Yeah. And then like, you Constantly. don't even know. You like can't control the It consumes the you yeah. so right. much and it creeps You're up You're like, what? This your... is going on? This just happened? Wow. Like every second, every minute. Like Involuntarily, yeah. I feel like it, um, it consumes us. And in a way where we're comparing your, ourselves. Right. Like, and it messes with your subconscious to, yeah. mind because then you start thinking of stuff that you're like, what? Like, well, the thing, the thing is that you're feeding too many like, passions into your mind, right? Yeah. You can only give so much energy that you have into certain passions. And when you're constantly seeing different passions come up and come up, you're depleting yourself yeah. constantly. So right. then when you have to put effort into something... You can't put any effort yeah. into it because I you like depleted that. yourself. I like that, it's Manny. True. And, and Manny, I think you have a. What would you say? Because um, I think you were gonna go into something. What, what's another one of her passions? Well, well, let's keep the best for last, right? I did hear that you like to go to EDM oh, festivals. Yeah. I do, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to Is that ask, a passion. How did, how, did, how did you like fall in love with EDM? Okay, well, I've been. What everybody says, I've been raving. I've been going to events <laughs> since uh, since they were all ages. Mm-hmm. So I was probably, I want to say 16 when I went to my first uh, event, which was EDC. When it was here, right? Before I went to it Vegas? Was a, yeah, it was. And that time oh, the, it was San Bernardino. The year before mm-hmm. the kid died at, and remember when that kid died and then they, they moved it to Vegas? Actually, yeah. That, I went to that one too. It was a 16 year old. Right. So it was all, it was yeah, like a family. Yeah, because it used to be here in, in California. It was a family event. Like you would go to EDC and they had carnival rides and people would take their kids. Like it was, really? it was totally okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the time they they weren't the ones that were gone, mm-hmm. you know. But once in a while, you see a little, like a loopy parent, right. you know, a little loopy parent. But it was okay because it was a carnival and they mm-hmm. had things for kids and kids like, um, you know, like House psychedelic music. art or whatever mm-hmm. cartoon characters. So it was kind of cool in that aspect. Like you could totally bring your family. You could bring your grandma here. Uh, what killed it was, uh, yeah, that teenager that died. I think she took like, they said she took ecstasy? acid. She did acid and and uh, she did ecstasy. Mm-hmm. And I think she probably oh, took she some mixed, mushrooms. She mixed everything. Yeah, that's a cocktail. 
Exactly. And the thing is, like, with teenagers or kids back then, like, they didn't really have money. They didn't even have money to buy water. And water was always uh, yeah. for sale back then. Yo, that's and that's, that's what she goes for a high dry, price, bro. De, 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 uh, high water in, the, like, water in those events yeah. always especially when you're doing ecstasy. When you're doing ecstasy, I mean, you gotta stay hydrated. You gotta drink water, you man. gotta stay hydrated. Any type of yeah. drugs that you want to consume. I'm not, I'm not endorsing drug <laughs> habits because right. I'm just coming off my own shit. Trust I mean, me, it's not something you want to do, mm-hmm. but... Like you gotta, you need to drink water, man. Like yeah. that's just you need to drink water all the time, all the time. Period. Regardless, on, I just on started drugs drinking water. Period. Like, like I have the habit. I got, I got one of those big ass jugs that have like one o'clock nine. Like they have the times and shit, <laughs> yeah. and it helps. Like I really, it, I've seen the difference in the your the water, water consumption. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I've seen the difference in the frequency in the like I'm going to the bathroom. But I like to see that it's clear now. It used to be like soda all the time. Like yeah. so, it's like my second soda today. I used to have like soda breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So oh, now it's like I'm drinking a lot of water. Like, yeah. and then I'm seeing that my acne starting to like kind of go down. Like, I was getting a lot of acne on my back, and I was like, "Dude, it's soda now and later." So like, yeah, like re- as of late, I think <laughs> he eats I was, a lot of candy. Yeah, as of it's late, <laughs> right? As of late, I got a sick ass sweet tooth. As of late, I've been cutting down on my now and later's. Like, I just been very more conscious of what I'm eating and what I'm consuming. And Maury's been trying to tell him that's what gives you cavities. It's true. Do you have cavities? <laughs> nah, you know, so the reason why the last time he we eats went, a lot of those now, nah, yeah. But I, you know, how I used to eat them every day. So now what I've done is like I've recently told myself just bring them for the podcast. So I'll I'll buy one right before like on Monday and Wednesday. But I don't usually buy. You them don't eat them at work anymore. Nah, not anymore nah. because it's just like my brother said that about the cavities last time, and then I remember the last time I went to the doctor. When I was like 11 or 12, I had 14, 13 cavities oh all over my teeth. Yeah, I was bad back then too. So my sweet tooth never went away. And yeah. then clearly, and they, back then they did the metal fillings, remember? Like where they had... Amalgam. Right. <laughs> yeah. So the dude last time when I went to my sister's, because um, she's in the dental field too, I went to her office. Mm-hmm. He said that maybe the fact that I have those everywhere, like where I had a lot of... He's like, and there, the areas where I have those fillings are were like where the little cracks where you can usually get cavities. The biting surfaces. Right. So mm-hmm. he's like, the fact that they're covered with that already is why you haven't got cavities. It's preventing you from Yeah, it. he's like... Sealants? Are we talking about sealants? No, the the fillings. Because I got cavity fillings, right? Oh. But it's like, it's like metal. It's like... The silver ones. Oh, it's the silver see, ones. So right. you didn't get more cavities No, he's like... The, yeah, he I said... Think. He thinks... I, I went to the dentist last year and he was like, bro... And I tell them... Because he says I need a floss somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I just recently got a water pick. So I love that. That's awesome. That's oh, a dope yeah. ass invention. It is. It makes my mouth feel like, whoa, what was that? It's like, like giving yourself a little cleaning. Yes. It's yeah, like, and then with, when you spit everything like out, it's like, cleaning. right, you guys need to invest in that. Like, whoever invented that, God bless their heart. <laughs> it's <laughs> actually made for people with uh, braces, but it's good because it's a, it's a good uh, device it's like, to it's use like on yourself. It's almost like flossing, right? Exactly. It's like, uh, it's like the it's almost like the stuff that they have in the dental office. That little thing that sprays the water off when you're cleaning right. your teeth. No, and yeah, stuff. it's like a cavatron. It's and you know, it has different little um, little different pieces that you can attach to it. So depending on like the grooves or where the between the gums or if you have braces, me people use it with braces. Pretty That's much. funny. Um, one of my clients, I just got that that device like two weeks ago, and one of my clients has braces. Yesterday, I was cutting his hair, and I was like, "Yo, bro, you," because he's he saw me um chewing gum and he's like i can't chew gum no more because of my braces i'm like bro really you can't he's like nah i just don't want to i don't want nothing to get stuck oh yeah and then i told him i'm like bro i got the thing for you uh. it's funny because he just texted me today earlier like reminding me like yo send me the link for that toothpick that you were talking about and it's like because he has braces and he's at like they're bad like 
sorry, Jason. I mean, but, <laughs> but he's like, like he's like, yo, they're about to put something else in my mouth, and I need something to like, I don't want to eat just anything because everything gets stuck, and I'm like, damn, I'm so glad I don't have those problems anymore. <laughs> yeah, it is, it's braces, like having hardware in your mouth. It it is uncomfortable. Cutting your lip up and all that mm-hmm. time. I feel like sometimes my my teeth still shift because when I'm like chewing, I'll, I'll bite myself, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, it's because I don't wear my retainer anymore. It's your teeth will always get crooked as you age if you don't wear retainers. You gotta wear them at least at least every other day. I just I because if you don't, you're it just naturally happens when you get older. You especially the lower teeth, it starts to like bunch up, and they say that your jaw shrinks. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't see that. But older people say that your head shrinks, your your jaw, your nose starts to get bigger. Oh, I heard that. Like just gravity starts to change your face so much when you get old. So yeah, Shut your up, teeth. Wild. Your teeth on the lower. I think I feel like the maybe the I, lower. I jaw think gets I do narrow. believe that just because I've seen a lot of older people that do like I've seen that, and a you lot can of see like older teeth yeah on the lower. yeah like you see older pictures of them like you know when they were younger and it wasn't like that and then you see them now and it's like bunched up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so back, back, my bad. We got sidetracked. Back no, to that's the, all good, back man. It was your, a good um, conversation. Oh, the um, the, the raves. Yeah. Right. So like, <laughs> what was the DJ that you fell in love with? Um, you must really love EDM, huh? No, huh? My, my, I don't, nah. you know, I've had several. Maybe. I've had several favorite, <laughs> de- but I think that I stick to pretty much, um, the same ones that I've, I grew up listening. Like the Asian guy? What's his name? Damn, I forgot his name. Yeah. Steve Aoki. Yeah, that guy. You like uh, him? Oh, he's been around forever too, yeah. No, I was, I started off listening to like Tiesto, Marcus Scholes, Above and Beyond. You know what you're talking about. Barry no. I know who Tiesto is, but I don't Tiesto know who is a Barry Corson. Um, bro, all my homies, bro, you're tripping, bro. Like, especially the, the era she's talking about, all my homies that I grew up with were popping pills and listening to that music. So I know what it is. I just wasn't one that was into it. Like I'm just saying. I'm a hip-hop head. He listens to it a lot more, so I'm saying. He no, for sure. Like, no, I know the names. I just don't know, like, how they sound. Like, And it was nothing that... It just it wasn't my interest. And I think it was my friends that turned me off from it back then because they were so into the ecstasy that yeah, I was like, that uh, nah. Like, that wasn't me. I just always loved the music, to be honest with you. And I'm glad he Crunch did. is always playing that music, so I'm used to working out and playing, I mean, and, and listening it's to it. It's a gym. Yeah. I know, because it really pumps you up. It does. And, um, yeah, they used it for the wrong it's, reasons. It's yeah. hype music. <laughs> but, yeah, so my first event was EDC, and then after that, um, I would always go to Nocturnal Wonderland, which was... Which is also like. Did a, you dress up? Were you one of those girls that like decided to get like dressed up and you know neon colors? I glow in the dark sticks and stuff. I I did. I didn't get as crazy as other Any people paint, did. Uh, like paint on the body, none of that. No, I I just would wear. I would wear like little two. I was a little more overweight back then, so I would wear like two dresses and fishnets and like flats. But now, of course, I'm. No, I'm just saying because like so I dress a little bit more, you know provocative what you would say like oh my god did you really walk out the house and that yeah i'm going to a freaking rave got you no no but that's just like that the, my question with that would be like you kind of answered it because you said that back then you were you were a yeah, certain, was, you yeah, know and then now mm-hmm. so it's a trip how like it just comes with confidence that you're like man i'm gonna wear what i want yeah and like what well, what has been well, the, she like, worked hard for the body right right like so you're gonna show it off right that's how you literally feel um, or is it more like I just want to wear this because I want to? I just I I love feeling good in my in my body and my skin and yeah I mean I like wearing things that make my you know my shoulders 
stand out. I, that's because you've worked on your shoulders. Yeah, and, you and it's like I feel off. like these shorts really complement my legs and my anatomy. You have a tattoo that's just. Also staring back at me, you know what yeah. I mean? Because it's a, it's a face, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was I'm, I'm very into Day of the Dead. Uh-huh. Dope. Uh, I, I got this... Oh, well, it's not done yet, but I got this tattoo after a few family members passed. And Have you, you seen know. the movie Rio? Oh, is that the name of Rio? No. On, no. on Disney? That's not the way. What's the name of it called? It's Coco, I think. Coco, Coco is what you're talking about. <laughs> Yo, ha, ha, did you catch the joke in that Coco movie? Uh, you know, I don't remember anymore. It's been a few years. Yeah, I, I, I was just s- watching it with my son recently, uh-huh. man. You got to watch it, and then I'll follow up with you on that joke, the insider, next time if we have you on a okay. episode. So watch <laughs> yeah. it again, because I was like, yo, they really put this in a Disney movie? Nah. Yes, they did something sus like that. I was like, yo, they did not just... They make some good movies with they, good messages, though. They, it had a great message, but it was just funny that the, the joke that they put in there was just like... it's. The fact that kids are kids, they didn't get it, but... It's like watching not... Zootopia, bro, and kids don't understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one's a, that has a message, for Or sure. what other... I, there's a bunch of cartoons like that, actually, that are like, what? Did they really say that? So They just go over your head as kids. Like, what, what's, yeah. an, what's another one of your passions that, that you like besides EDM or music? Or what's another thing that, that keeps you motivated or... or... <sighs> or helps you mm-hmm. keep going, you know what I'm saying? And this crazy ass life that we have. I mean, honestly, like my my business right now is such a huge part of my life and my passion right now. Like, every, it's it's honestly, I uh, this last month I came across so many different energies, people, and energies, and some of those energies like stuck with me. Like, the, the things that I hear, like, it's just so trippy. Honestly, the people I'm around, like, the other... I go to this gym in, um, in Thousand Oaks, and I come across, like, there, there's a rehab. I, I think it's, like, they're all white. They're all Caucasian. But all these people had drug problems, and um, they come in to the gym, and, you know, they're buying stuff for me, and they're telling me... They're asking me for advice, like, healing advice. So not only am I making soap and candles but i'm also like giving people like spiritual advice how to like heal themselves and how to come out of situations that they're in and that's crazy to me because it's like i really didn't sign up for this but at the same time i feel like it's like my it's my calling from the universe to help these people it's like that saying you know how they have that saying that hurt people hurt people yeah so i realized that healed people heal people so, you know, like if you're healing, mm-hmm. you can help somebody that needs to be healed. Yeah. You know, and we help each other like that. But a lot of us are going around hurting each other. And then the cycle always never ends. You know what I'm saying? All and not time. until we're self-aware of the hurt we've been through that then we can start helping others and going through, you know, because I've been going through the same thing where I'm just trying to be positive and help people because I came out of sobriety and yeah. I'm trying to, you know, keep that. Mm-hmm. And it's very important because... The more you help, the more rewarding it is for you. You know what I'm saying? Like It is. It is. And it's crazy because a lot of people gravitate towards me. And it's like I never would have thought in like, you know, a nice luxury gym that people have these kinds of issues. But they do. Like people come up to be like, I've been 120 days sober. I'm so happy. And your products are making me feel like my transformation even better. Like I feel amazing. I feel good in my skin. Or I had this lady that you was. Don't know how, you don't know how it feels to like make it to the 120 day mark yeah and like i'm on my i'm on my like 270 something day oh really yes and it feels like when you start seeing like 100 days to 120 you're like 
you get to 200 days, you're like, yo, so kudos to you. You're really helping a lot of people that Thank you. you wouldn't even know. Like, they're pr- you're probably helping them. Brand- like, that words of advice or words of affirmation that you're giving them yeah. can take them from not relapsing. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. to, to be honest, from an addict, it's, it's, it's so easy to relapse. You know, like, I can... Sometimes I can have an issue with, like, my family. My mom, I got into it with her one time. And it was like, I remember leaving the house. And I was like, this is exactly why I was popping. Like, And I remember telling myself that. Oh my. And I managed not to relapse. And I've still been on my stuff. But, like, yo, good stuff. Because a lot of people need that. And, like, we're in a really other epidemic of people needing help with drugs and addiction and stuff. And it's all these people got into drugs during COVID. And I tell worse, them, you know what I mean? yeah. I'm so happy. For a lot of you. people got into heavy drinking. Right. A lot of people. A lot of different types yeah. of and like these, like people that don't look like they nope. would, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Everybody but. that looks at me, they were like, you were on pills. What? And I'm like, yeah, bro. I was, I was a functioning addict, you know, like you can never tell. And I was, that's what the, that's the worst thing about addiction that, you're living a lie because everybody around you thinks it's almost like depression. Everybody thinks yeah. you're fine and yeah. you're good, but depression is like you never know that person's depressed. Right. Same thing with addiction. Like, there's certain people that could compose themselves enough to where they seem fine, they're looking good. Mm-hmm. And then one day you just hit them, like, nah, bro, I've been popping pills for seven years. Like, when I told my brother, he was like, what? Well, yeah, look at Travis Barker. I saw his story the other day. I'm like, I didn't even know he what? went through all that yeah, and was well, a pill popper. He has a story? I mean, no, obviously, well, but it's his like... His story's big now because now he's like with, with Chloe or what's her name? I forgot. Courtney? Courtney. Where, so where did they share his story? Where did, on um, on, on their show or... I think... No, not here. On uh, I just saw it on Facebook. I think one of those like... One of those talk shows, they gotcha. had him on there and... He was just his his story is really crazy. It's sad too the way his mom passed away and his plane accident and all that. Like, but it's like you don't sign up for those things, but you're going through something, so you have to take the Western meds, and then it's like you get addicted, and it's hard because it's like you're in pain, and now you're addicted, and it's really hard to get at. Like people don't understand like being on medication, coming off. It's it's so such a mental struggle like it, it really is yeah. like this lady i met the other day I, th- I think she was probably on like she said she used to do methamphetamine and she asked me for body butter because she her skin was so picked at Damn. and so yeah i have a couple clients that have been buying it because you know they used to be skin pickers because they were doing whatever it was they were right and um i i it, she it seemed like she was on some type of like recovering rehab meds like she was shaking a lot i don't know what is it methadone oh, or methadone something, maybe. right 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 but there's it, methadone and suboxone she it took so much out of her to come over and talk to me i feel like it almost makes them like self-isolated and not want to like you know Inter- connect it's, or it, interact it's it's very shameful especially when you're on that if she was on methadone, it, mm-hmm. it seemed like it was her first few days on it because she's still shaking like that. Yeah, it's very embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. at that point, you're already starting to become back to your senses. You're kind, of, you're like getting out of the numb side of being on drugs and being in that state where you're not. Yeah, he had a shaking tick. Man, Uh-oh. I had his leg yeah, was like, shaking. I, yeah. I had, I couldn't sleep when I was getting sober. Like it was bad. Like and oh, now really? I even look back where I'm like, it was like, and then I had anxiety, mm-hmm. like. It was the worst anxiety. I, I never know, dealt right? with things. Like, I used to look at people like, you're weak. If you Like, I had a friend back then that she used to tell me, um, I have anxiety. That's why I don't smoke weed. And I'm like, what? Weed gives you anxiety? How? And then I used to look at her like, you're so weak. Like, not until I got sober mm-hmm. and I dealt with, like, 20 days of, of uh, it was a, an anxiety that, like, I would, it was like a leaky faucet. Like, I would always need to go use a restroom. 
And the worst thing about it, it was happening during work. So mm-hmm. imagine me, imagine you're creating a candle mm-hmm. and you're, somebody asks you for a custom order and you're like, okay, I got to make this custom order. But every time you want to get into your creativity, you get into that urge, you need to go pee. Yeah. And it would not stop. And it's always into that. And it was weird. It was always at that moment of creativity. Yeah. And it was like, I remember talking to my mentor about it and like telling him like, yo, I don't know how to get through this. And he's like, man, honestly, it's just the drugs. Your nervous system needs to readjust and you're, get, you're getting back. You're, your body's getting reacclimated to how it used to be. So just give it time. But he would always say, just stop thinking about it. And I'm like, bro, that's so hard. Like I'm literally feeling like I'm controlling that muscle from pissing all over myself in my barbershop. Like, it was the worst. Oh, my God. I, like, it was... And then that's when I started looking into anxiety and how to deal with it and how mm-hmm. to treat it. Meditation helped me and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I know. And prayer. it's like, they don't teach us this when we're they, little. Nope. My mom never... No one teaches you about how to heal yourself and meditate and none of that. All it, they teach us is go to the doctor. And what right. does the doctor do? I mean, I actually had an episode two before. It's like, I went to the psychologist... And the psychologist, she... Adderall and all this stuff Yeah, they put me on all kinds of stuff. And I hated the way I felt. I felt like every day was like a struggle. And it was like a deep depression. Like, I felt like And you're supposed to devil, be getting better, but they're giving you all this shit And they're that's like, it's not... a six-week six period. You'll feel better. You're going to get suicidal thoughts. Just what? one day at a time. <laughs> I'm good. One what? day at a time. I'm good. They really told you yeah. that? It's a, it's oh part, it's my a God. side effect. We'll start you on the lowest. And I was like, no, I don't like the way I feel. Well, you can't come off the meds. It's dangerous. You can't. You're, it's not going to be. It's it, it's. I don't know what it'll do. And I said, you know what? I don't care. I don't like the way this is making me feel. I tapered myself. I think I Googled it. And I just like it said, if you want to do it, take one one day and the next don't. And then eventually yep, that's take a off. take half pill. And then and then eventually. And I did. I remember when I was going I through did. trying to get sober, like. Most of my rel- relapses was because I was tapering and I would always be like, all right, so I would always lose count of how I was supposed to taper. So finally, one time I said, I can't do this no more. I just got to go cold turkey. Yeah, eventually like, I think that's what I did, just, cold turkey, because I didn't want to have that in my head anymore. Like, yeah, like being on top of like, okay, how much do I have to take today so I don't fucking trip out? Like, <laughs> It was like four different bottles. Oh, man. Oh, man. And it was like, I was like, I can't deal with it. This- I feel like they were all like... Uh, interact not interact like not interacting well with each other. Mm, they were they were mm. having so bad. you felt like in a chemical imbalance. Yeah, I did. Like they, I had, I was like on clonopin and I don't know antidepressant pills. This was like in the beginning of my diagnose. Yeah, gotcha. so this is why fitness like really, really like just it blew all that stuff out, of, all that it medication. Did. I wanted, just like, I didn't want to live anymore. Really, I didn't. I was so depressed. I was so depressed with my life, honestly, and if it wasn't for my kids and fitness, I think I would not, I don't know if I would, I don't know where I would have ended up. So I was really, de- it was so hard to get out of a depression when you're in that deep. And uh, I had a therapist and I just thought she was garbage. I was like, you know what? She's fucking garbage. She's telling me that I'm too, she can't help me. She's telling me she can't help me. She's telling me that I have too much anxiety. And so I, I asked for a different therapist and I find like, finally, like, Four years later, I got a a really good therapist, and she was really good. It's and crazy how she they say that. So like much. for therapy, they they say that sometimes you don't you can't just go with the first person because 
that doesn't mean that you ma- you're a match for them. So you have to go through a few people. Yeah. And I, didn't, like, I didn't know that I was. So I didn't know. Young. I don't know that either. I just heard that recently because I've been being told to like start seeking therapy and counseling just because, like we like I told you, hurt people hurt people and heal people heal people and. Ever since I got sober, I've been trying to heal myself from all my shit. So it's a trip. I still haven't found a therapist, but I'm gonna start looking because it's it's very important to be able to talk to people about it's stuff. It's important you know? to have. Yeah, I mean, I just you know I'm I'm in the in the community of meditating, and um, I just I I go meditate with the the people, and you know we all uplift each other, and everybody you know gives each other healing tools, healing advice, just offers you know open arms and you know if you need like you know medicine like met you know plant medicine whatever it is whatever you need to avoid going to uh you know the western doctors. western doctors because honestly and I, nobody told me this everybody just told me therapist therapist and the therapists were making me worse and then um at some point, I'm like, I, I just don't think this is for me. Like, my that therapist was telling me, you knew, you do need to stay on meds. Like, maybe you just need to accept the fact that you need to stay on Xanax and you need to stay on uh, the antidepressants. Damn. And well, they I couldn't got believe they got, That's part of the industry, that. though. Yeah. But that's what they're, I mean, they're going by the book, you know, yeah. the book that they learned, the book of Western medicine. And I just thought, like, there has to be something else. It's like that Big Sean song. Where he talks to, uh, what is it? He talks about him having a heart disease and that his yeah. mom gave him mercury, I believe, and that he got better. Yeah, he went to the holistic doctor. Because he went to the Western doctor and they told him he had a heart condition. Mm-hmm. Then he went to a holistic doctor. They told him drink this. When he went back to the Western doctor, he's, they told him that he was cured. Oh, snap. Yeah. He talks about that in a song. He's like, and he says Western medicine is weak. Uh, there, there's a lot of, um, a lot of... it's. There's a lot of people that are being mis, um, misdiagnosed. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I wish I had more holistic education back then. But like I said, no one t- no one taught me that in my family. Like, everybody's like, just go to the doctor, you know? And how are you, you, ha- you didn't have, like, uh, like what do they call it? Like, uh, medicina casera? You didn't have that remedies? either? I tried all yeah. that. House remedies? I tried. No, no, I'm just mom. saying, like, you, you didn't learn, like, that stuff either? Like, uh, I, my mom tried to um, help me with like teas and vitamins and things like that. I really tried, but the thing is, like, my situation. I think my uh, my my thyroid levels were really out of whack, and I got really scared because my doctor's like, you know, if you don't get um, if you don't get the treatment, mm-hmm. if we don't kill your thyroid, then basically your heart, your thyroid's gonna attack your heart. And I did. My heart, I had high, uh, high, high blood pressure. My heart rate was always, like, super high. Like, oh, I would drink man. coffee, and I would go to the ER. Like, I felt like I was dying. It was bad. Like, my anxiety was really, really bad. Mm. So I was like, I... You know what's crazy? I just seen a documentary on this today on, you know, the Untold series on Netflix? Yeah. So they have a new one on... Oh, they have a new one? Yeah. So the last one was on Bruce Jenner. On Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're talking about the hockey one? And then they had the hockey one, and then now they had one on a tennis player, um, Marty, I think, something. But he was, like, he was top 10 in 2000 or something. But he had a heart condition that um, his anxiety would trigger it, and his heart was just going crazy. It was yeah. crazy to see that his story, you know, it's kind of similar to yours that, you know, you just start racing once coffee, and, like, that's insane. Coffee would trigger that? It would. Coffee so would So you can't trigger even it. drink, like, an energy drink. 
Well, I mean, now I don't drink energy drink. No, okay, yeah, I don't. That's not I, I really, at all for sure. Yeah, I I don't do I do coffee because it's fiber and I feel like it also uh, relieves my pain, my body when it's in pain. It awakens my chakras. You like like uh, natural coffees or do you like like brand yeah. name? Yeah, like no, I'm I'm okay. I'm Starbucks. not really. No, I'm not a Starbucks girl. I, I'm not gonna mix. Whoever drinks more coffee rich. doesn't go to Starbucks. I don't. Drink. <laughs> Real coffee drinkers don't go to I Starbucks. I prefer natural, yeah, homemade coffee. I just, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, McDonald's kind of has good coffee. I don't know what it is about McDonald's. Really, <laughs> it's the founder. I think it's just they have that much impact in your life. That coffee's good. <laughs> You're loving it. I'm just they didn't pay us for that. I think me. it's just where they're going to get it. Mm-hmm. You know. But I mean, yeah, like so. Basically, my adrenaline, adrenaline system, my nervous system was completely out of whack, and my my pituitary gland in my brain, mm-hmm. which explains so much of my anxiety and my depression. So all that was out of whack, and which is why I didn't want to live anymore, and which is why I can't drink Red Bull and any of those things. And honestly, like I I I couldn't balance my life in the way I felt since I got diagnosed until I just opened up to like spirituality more and, and, uh, you know, just being more mindful and, and, uh, just self healing techniques and meditating, even though I swear I didn't meditate good for like two years, I would always fall asleep, mm-hmm. but you got to start somewhere. What's one of your self um, healing techniques that you can share with somebody that might be dealing with depression or anxiety? Um, you what, never know you who's know, listening. Yeah, you know? of course. I like at my pop-ups, I, I hear a lot of stories. People vent to me all the time and I always invite them to and I have gotten some people to come out and meditate to um, meditating to is group a big meditations. Thing. Uh sound healing is what Ooh, it's called. Yeah, I've done that too, yo. That... It's very hypnotizing and it's it it's it's very I remember coming healing. back and telling these guys about it and I was like, You guys gotta do this. This is insane, this is crazy, like it is sound baths are sound bath is intense. Very intense, yeah. So wow. Talking about chakras and you then go like, into like a different realm. Honestly, you once you start tapping it and let yourself go, wow! Like you see some stuff. Right. You don't need any drugs. Right. You don't need nope. anything. All you have to do is completely Close like your eyes and surrender chill. and just don't judge your thoughts that are coming up and just completely let your body relax. I remember let, that we let out so much that morning. It was, we did. I did a, my last sound bath was for uh, Valentine's Day this year. Oh my and god, you're overdue. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And it was like everything got released out. Like it just like a floodgate in my like and it was crazy because I couldn't like my body felt something that I had never felt before. And it's like my sound bath wasn't like your sound bath where you're you know how you you know how you're supposed to go somewhere and it's a sound bath and you're mm-hmm. laying next to the big the all the all the, the, bowls. the bowls and stuff. Yeah. So mine was a virtual one because it was in the middle of COVID. Like, oh, right, it how was, weird! It was it was weird, but the fact that it was like <laughs> with my mentor, like, and I he I know him and everything, but it was like I think like three hundred four people four hundred people virtually all together, and you could see them on the Zoom and everything. But like he was like, oh, get um get headphones and put them on when you're like laying on the floor. Nice. There you go. If felt like he's he still told me like you still have to come back and do the one with me because it's a different experience that together way better experience you, yeah. for sure mm-hmm. but i still got that experience that like you know that i didn't think i was gonna get because i was like at first i saw my body or my not even my body my consciousness not try to buy into it it's like what are you doing here bro this is yeah. stupid like like embarrassing and then, right and judgments then i remember like negative self my exactly my my lower self mm-hmm. i remember my boy on the pharaoh was like 
Um, I, 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 can, I can sense people having doubt right now. And he said, I remember him saying, let that go. And then he starts with his story, like you're, he, the, the things are like dong and everything's going yeah. right. And he's like, you're walking up. Uh, I remember the story still, like you're walking up a, a hill or a mountain or something like that. And you see the, you're, you're like, he just make, he's so in tuning you with the, like your senses and like guiding, you're you. guiding you through this. And you're visually seeing like the hill. And then you see like the whole thing that he's like, and you see the whole valley, like, and it's all like green. And like, it was amazing, y'all. Like, y'all got to get a sound bath. Yeah, that I highly if you guys ever want to go, uh, you, you're yeah, more than where, welcome where do you to go, go with me. Where do you... Um, I I go to a couple areas, so um, they have some here in LA, maybe like I think twice a month, and then once a month uh, they have some in Long Beach, and I've connected with a lot of people that need heal, especially during COVID. Like a lot of people really needed healing and connection. People don't realize that like depression. Uh, yeah, it's 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 hard. It's sad, but it's a time for you to start. Co- it's the time for you to connect with other people. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to con. If you don't connect with people, you get sunk in more the, into depression. Depression usually is because of the lack of connection. It is. You no. Know? And it's the lack of that- using your throat chakra. Mm-hmm. So if you don't use your voice, you get sick because you start getting blockages in, right. built inside exactly. your your body, your temple, mm-hmm. and people don't know that, you know, but when you go to sound healing, what it does... Opens the pathways for everything. Releases all of that, and it releases everything that doesn't serve you anymore, and you feel so rejuvenated right. like, and replenished, and Very. you feel like life is exciting and beautiful again, and everything, like, even the lights look brighter, the trees look more green, like, you suddenly love nature, and nature's medicine, right. too, it you is. know? That's why it was scary that, you know, during COVID, they were like, stay inside. Don't go out on. It was like, yeah. what, bro? Like, you know how many depressed people are here in the world? Like, y'all <laughs> got to go outside. Go go get some fresh air. Right. But no, nah, man, it's it's been an honor to have you here. I love I love the energy. Thank I love you. what you represent. <laughs> Thank you, know? you for being here with before, us. Before we end that, though, work, what is the name of the website that so that way our listeners can go and buy these soaps? Candles, candles. Well, I butter. usually um I usually direct people into my Instagram. Okay. which has my link to uh, my website, which is on Etsy. But I always tell people to uh, just DM me. What's your Instagram handle? It's uh, sweet surrenders 222 yep. <laughs> And the 222 is an angel number abundance. I kept seeing that number come up during uh, the time where I was thinking of a name for my brand, and that's how that pieced together. Sweet Surrenders, Who 22, Abundance, Angel Number. I mean, uh, yeah, angel numbers are also signs from the universe or God, whatever, source. God, universe, it's all the same right. thing. It's source. It's just whatever you, your beliefs are. Label you, know? you want to put on it. Exactly, but we are all connected and oh. you know we all believe oh, in the same this, thing we this just this is what you do okay we just differentiate it by uh you know what we were brought up or our beliefs what our beliefs are but it's it's all the same thing talented thank you very very talented. so yeah i always tell people just dm me whatever you want and sometimes people want to come to my pop-ups and i always uh you know i always um announce my pop-ups on my um my instagram you also make bracelets 
Those no, those I uh, I just supply for gotcha. um, the spiritual. I, and you know what? I'm really surprised and I'm really happy. Uh, there's another great, big, great awakening happening, and I feel like more people are tapping in, especially men. I'm so proud of all you men that meditate and that you know come by crystals for me and candles. Can and tell ask me a little me, bit about that because I never really got into the sage. crystal, the crystal and the sage and all that. What do you? What oh do you, yeah. Well, basically, what? it's for people. Uh, they're I have protection crystals, protection. I have healing crystals. So it just depends on your situation, what you're going through. But I mean, if I, I always tell people like my to go to crystals are uh, the amethyst. So I always have an amethyst on me. And I always have a grounding crystal like an onyx, the black ones or uh, hematite, which is a very strong uh, negative repellent crystal. And, uh, you know, it's good because everybody's telling me, you know, the crystals are working for me. Thank you so much. Like, you know, situations haven't been as bad or I've been able to get out of a funk because of your crystals. And so sage, too. And then they asked me about sage, like, how should they use it or when should they use it? So, you know, I'm really happy for all the men. All the masculine men are, are actually more comfortable within their skin and with themselves. And they're starting to tap in. And, you know, the women, the women have always been there more, you know, because that's just the divine feminine. They're more feminine. in tune with their senses. They're intuitive. Women are just very intuitive. But now I'm, I'm, I'm happy because it's like now the tables are Balancing turning. out. Yeah, exactly. It is. Because yeah. now we got entrepreneurs like yourself. You know, <laughs> back in the day, women weren't taking that leap of faith. And now a lot more, more women are taking that leap of faith and, and, and showing off. Like, yeah. that's... You you killing the game right there, like Thank you. that 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 mermaid I just saw is dope. It's <laughs> sick. That's sick. La sirenita. Yeah. <laughs> and when it comes to pop ups, um, Janet, um, do you go? Is it basic? Is it mainly based on San Fernando Valley or is it LA area? Um, yeah, basically, basically, it's mostly yeah in the valley. I mean, I I've been trying to come out more but it's kind of risky sometimes and it's a risk I have to take I know we were talking about this like you know I get invited to different pop-ups but sometimes it's like I don't know if I'm going to do as good there so I usually stick to the ones Nothing. in the areas where I do know that I'll do good but you know not every time is you know the same thing and that's just that's just part of the having a business in the process you know you can't really let that get to you but yeah most of them I have one coming up at the end of this month in the San Fernando, uh, the San Fernando Mall. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that area. Yeah, down the street, right? Yeah, they have. Uh, it's actually this is Hispanic Heritage Month, so yes, this correct. is our month, guys. Yep. Latino stand up. <laughs> it's so, also um, yep. Central American. It was perfect to have you today. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So we'll be having a Latino Mexicans Heritage Month um, uh, artisan mm. market out. Uh, in uh, San Fernando Mall. Um, so they actually block off the whole street. It's from like, uh, I, I think I want to say it's the last Saturday. I think it's September 24th or 25th. And it's going to be from 4 to 9 p.m. It's so much fun. They have the oldies cars there. They have like... Uh, the first time the, you do it? The beer, the micheladas, like the all the Mexican or the Hispanic culture stuff, the tosti locos, whatever they call them. It's the, the first time you do this event? No, or? this is my second. It's going to oh, be my nice. second one. So it's very artisanal and very Hispanic. It's 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 nice. And they have like flocorico and stuff. Brown pride, people. Brown pride. Yeah. Yes, sir. And I have that one for now. And then just LA Fitness. Like that's all I have this month. Um Last month it was like I just did a little too much. <laughs> I also bring so that, this month I'm gonna take it a little bit easier. I also bring that up because um somebody in our YouTube live, which it's um a friend, a homie Lonnie who goes to the gym, mm -hmm. 
Lonnie? Um, yeah. I'm not sure if you know who he is. I do know Lonnie. So he, oh, so he says he he told me he's like tell her look into Angel City Market and Haven Sorier on IG. They are always good doing. They're always doing good pop ups in LA, and a lot of people and vendors looking for soaps and candles and all that. Oh, nice! Oh, Angel just, City Market yeah. network yeah. network. Just, oh, I haven't seen him in a while. Hi, Lonnie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool! Such a small See? world. See? Yeah. <laughs> now the platform is reaching, so you, you, now you know that you know people are out here listening and watching and stuff. Yeah, you know, and I always encourage people too. It's like if you ever want to start something for y'all, I will it. help you. I just do it go for it it's an experiment everything's trial and error and um, I support anybody that wants to start their brand or something they feel is going to be good or you know anything they want to put out there DM me and I will get you into uh, some entrepreneurship markets there's so many out there that are looking for and honestly entrepreneurs are taking over the world like they really are everything handmade everything natural I mean it doesn't have to be that exact it could be something unique like you know, making somebody I didn't even know they make candles out of beer bottles. What? Yeah, or cans, beer cans, or just like fancy uh, limited edition kind of candles with cans. And I'm like, that's so cool. Right, it's creative. You know, yeah. so anything that you feel like you want to come out and bring out, like do it, go for it. I'll guide you, and I'll let you know when the next entrepreneurship market is, or the next uh, out vendor market is. Like it's. It's so easy and you never know till you just go for it. You know, you just follow your heart, follow your dreams. You have to do it, you know. It's the only way to get by in this life. Like, you can't just think like, okay, you know, you can't just think like your nine to five job is, is it. That That's not it. That's just being very limited. You know, that's what society taught you to do. Right. I mean, we, I don't Thank know if we want to get into politics. No, let's but get like, into it. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you're, you're programmed the way society wanted mm. you to be. Preach it, preach you know? it. Yep. And it's like, honestly, you got to make your We're own like dharma. like basically. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You got to make your own dharma. You got to be creative. You got to make something else for yourself other than your nine to five. Like, that's just, that's not everything in Cause life. Because at the it. end of the day, like I was, I was telling my dad this the other day, I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna get older, and then all at the end that you have is regret. Like what could you, what you could have done and stuff, you know. But right. it's like, why not take a leap of faith on yourself? Now. Bet on yourself now that we're young, that we have time. Because at the end of the day, we don't even know how much time we got. So why live exactly. your life on somebody else's terms when you have your life, your passion, your desires that you want to, you know, that God's put, put placed in your heart, your mind to do, but. Yeah, but stop being scared and take that leap of faith. Right. You know what I mean? Because we're we're living in a different age now, where everybody could get money. We have a phone that can make your product go to the masses. You know, it's no longer word of mouth. Like, imagine if we were doing this. If I was cutting hair in the '90s and you were doing this in the '90s, how much more harder it would have been to reach the the masses that you want to reach to. Yes, now yes. it's like you getting DM from people that probably live. Do you do like? Orders to other towns and other states. Have, and you yeah, see, like, and you mm-hmm. get support from total strangers that you wouldn't even know about. But that's because we t- decided to take the leap of faith and, you know, like. It is. And uh, I mean, honestly, it's like the, the society teaches you, like, okay, work hard and retire at 65. No, why not start living your best life now? Why do you have to wait that long when your body's already run down right. and exhausted and then, uh, to take at 50, vacations? At 50, they can get somebody at 20 and take your job. Or, exactly. or even now they're doing machines that are going to take jobs. Like, and, that's you know? really, I'm, I actually think that's a very old age to still be working. Like, I, I honestly, I told my mom, I want her to retire like 
10 years ago, but we, we just, we told, no, we told her to retire, I think six, 59 maybe. That's just way too old to still be working. Like you need to enjoy your life and, you know, cut it, cut work down and, it's just not okay the way they teach us to to live. You but know? but I, I agree with that. But then I feel bad because then like the price of living is so like and we live in California, you know. Yeah. So it's like I do see or and I I gotta empathize with some people that like they they go for the secure side sometimes, you know, because it's cost of living is is expensive, right. you know, and then but the health is not right, and all that's there. something that you don't get back sometimes. That you know the stress that these jobs give you for a low paycheck and stuff like no. that that is just not worth it. It's and not ultimately you end up with regret, you know, because your time is that's the only thing you don't get back. You know, my mom wanted to work an extra five years just so she can get a, uh, an extra. I think $200 or $100 right. on her SSI. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me, mom? Like, I got you, mom. I'll make that too. No, <laughs> I was like, I will give you that. I'm right, like, no, that's how I see it. Absolutely that's, not. Yeah. And she's like, but my insurance, my insurance. No, mom, you're going to get Medi-Cal or Medicaid, whatever it is. And everything ended up working out. It's like she wanted to stay working, even though her health was going downhill. Deteriorating. And, and her body and her just her body was not looking good, you know, just just to keep insurance and just to make an extra $200 uh, on retirement. And work your ass off and no. then you get nothing. Crumbs. Exactly. No. Oh, man. It's it's real because that's what this this country is teaching us to, like, go work for somebody. And, and, and it's not my saying that. I'm not knocking nobody that does it. Right. But I feel like we have to still always put time for ourselves because – Eventually, you're going to get tired of that nine to five, you know? So right. if you, let's say if you put something, if you try something else on your time off, like for instance, us right here, we got the podcast. This is after hour. Like who knows five years from now, we might be getting endorsements to where we won't have to work anymore because we've been so consistent with the podcast that we got viewership up. We got all this, you know, that came our the opportunities that came our way because we were consistent with it. Yeah. But we made we took that leap of faith and we started it, you know, God willing, thank God to my brother that he had the vision to like, yo, let's start something. And then we all just bought in. And now we're here almost like over over a year now doing this. And, and like really, you know, it's dope to see somebody on live just say, look, you could do this. Go take it there, you know, so. Yeah, thank don't you. Don't give up on yourself, I, man. I'm like, so proud of you guys. This is awesome, honestly. Like, nah, it's an honor to takes... have you here because, like, you never know where you're gonna take your business either. So to have what this is your first podcast you're on, mm -hmm. you know, it is, it is. <laughs> That's why I was excited, but it was an honor to be here, and it's just, it's amazing, you know, this foundation that you guys built. It, honestly, like, just keep at it. You know, it's going to pay off to anybody. It, just keep going. Be consistent, whatever you're doing, and it's going to pay off. I promise. As long as you believe in it and you know that it's going to work, keep at it. You know, stay consistent. Stay motivated. Whatever it is. I mean, it could be anything. You know, that's, that's, that's the way we have to think. That's yep. the mindset. Well, thank you for being here. We appreciate you yeah, being thank here. You for thank you for everything. <laughs> Blessing us with your presence. It was dope. Blessings have on a good the one. To Thank you to everybody sure. watching. Peace Definitely. out, y'all. Have, have a good one. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our episode. We appreciate your support. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the current pod, where you can share our episodes, review, interact with us, talk to us about what's going on. We appreciate your feedback and everything that you guys do for us and supporting us. Have a wonderful day.